Hey everybody, I'm Eddie Starr, and this is the College of Rock and Roll Knowledge. Class is now in session. This is where the music and culture that shaped a generation live on, and my own path to the world of rock and roll. When a hidden flick knife flicks, with violence for a fix, discovers teenage sex, tries shooting up for kicks. Generation X, the band that launched Billy Idol and Tony James of Six Six Sputnik. I found out about the band in 1984. My best friend Dave introduced me to their debut album titled Generation X. I was already a Billy Idol fan, and in 1984, Billy Idol was everywhere. He had released Rebel Yell, the previous year, his second solo album, which was successful and had spawned hits, uh, Rebel Yell, Eyes Without a Face, Flesh for Fantasy, Catch My Fall. 1982, he had released his initial solo album, White Wedding and Hot in the City. And then I believe it was 1981 that the Don't Stop EP came out, which included Baby Talk, Dancing With Myself, The Untouchables, Moni Moni, and also an interview with Martha Quinn from MTV, which really was instrumental in launching his career. Talk about being in the right place at the right time. He was able to really get in early and utilize film directors like Tobe Hooper, who directed Poltergeist. He's a guy that also directed uh, Dancing With Myself to get his vision out there on video. And all of those videos still hold up great today. I mean, when you look at a lot of the videos from the early 80s, it's what were they doing? It, they just are terrible. But if you look at Billy Idol's videos, they're still amazing and hold up to this day, as do his albums. Also, you can't mention Billy Idol without mentioning the great Steve Stevens, one of the most innovative guitar players of our time. And if you listen to those early records, uh, the sound... And the way he, the arrangements, the way he was able to, he he developed, I guess that's what I'm trying to get out. He really was an integral part and remains an integral part of Billy Idol's sound and his success. It's funny, back in the early 80s, I believe, I bought, a, I think it was like a guitar player magazine and it came with a cassette and... um it's Steve Stevens talking about all his influences and, you know, playing tracks and, and it's really amazing. I believe I still have the cassette. It's really cool. Billy Idol is what I call another gateway artist. 
meaning he had a secret history that a lot of music fans weren't aware of in 1984, including me. I had no idea he had had uh, another a previous band. I don't really remember reading any articles in the music press where he spoke about Generation X. But it could have been me. Who knows? But anyway, I found that first album through my friend Dave. And I went back to 1976. And Billy Idol was a part of the Bromley contingent, the group of kids that followed the Sex Pistols around. And also uh, Susan Ballion and Steve Severin would find success as Susie and the Banshees, another amazing band that came out of that group of people. And I guess you could say there was something in the air because so many of those kids that followed the Sex Pistols just seemed to spawn bands. Billy Generation X rather came out of a, a band called Chelsea. Originally, Billy Idol had hooked up with uh, Tony James and a drummer, John Toe, to back a vocalist, Gene October, and his band, Chelsea, and they played gigs for a month. And then basically the band left the vocalist and went off and formed Generation X. I also must mention that Chelsea is still going. Gene October has kept that band going for 40 some years, recording and uh, touring. Generation X was different, though, than other punk bands I listened to at that time because they had an accessibility to them. When the Sex Pistols, they sang about a lot of the similar themes, but the Sex Pistols were a bit darker, whereas Generation X had a distinct tinge of pop to them, I guess you could say. Uh, they, You could hear influences of The Who and The Kinks when you listen to songs like Your Generation, Kiss Me Deadly, Promises, Promises, Day by Day. It's a great album. Also a bit of, I would say, rockabilly in some of the songs. On their second album, Valley of the Dolls, they expanded a bit musically. And the critics did not like that album. But one of the great things about going back is that you can see the potential and the early ideas that would serve Billy Idol so well in his solo career. For instance, there's a song on Valley of the Dolls called The Prime of Kenny Silvers, Part 1 and Part 2. The idea of telling a story in two songs. Later on, on his solo album, you would have the White Wedding Part 1 and Part 2. So you see the early ideas and how they manifested later on. And also the idea of doing remixes. 
Generation X is one of the only bands I can think of that did remixes on the B side of their single Wild Youth. You had Wild Dub. And I know that they, I believe they did a remix of Dancing with Myself. And that idea was perfected in the 80s uh, when Billy Idol released Vital Idol, Vital Idol <laughs> a collection of his hits, Remix, which is really amazing and i urge everyone to check that out also on valley of the dolls you begin to hear the influence of the glitter the early 70s british glitter music and uh the single king rocker where he cha- uh, channels elvis but also in terms of the big drums and the chant vocal chanting also, they did cover Rock On by Gary Glitter, did a killer version of it, and that was released, I believe, on a EP. I don't think it's been released on anything else. It might have been on their anthology, but I will put a link to it in the bio so you can check it out. Once you get to their final album, their third and final album, it was shortened the name of the band to Gen X. It's called Kiss Me Deadly. And basically it's Billy Idol and Tony James, Bob Derwood Andrews and Mark Laff, who was their drummer, the drummer that had uh, played on all the records. Both of them had left the band and I believe they went on to form a band called Empire. I, I think it was called Empire, but, uh, Billy Idol and Tony James went forward with this album with mostly session players and Steve Jones actually plays on the record. And if you listen to a song like the untouchables, you can hear his iconic guitar sound. It's a great song, but you also have dancing with myself, which was a single that Billy Idol used to launch his solo career Tony James went off and formed Sig Sig Sputnik, which was a hugely su- successful band, and sort of experimented with that whole dance, rock, new wave sound. I highly recommend checking out Generation X. One of the great things about going back and listening to all these records is you get to see, as I've mentioned before, the early development, the early ideas that would serve Billy Idol so well in his solo career and his development as an artist. Because if anything, Generation X was really about the potential of Billy Idol and Tony James as musicians, as both of them went off and did their thing. So check it out. I'll put a link in the bio to the music I've mentioned. And I appreciate you listening, subscribing. Uh, Don't forget to click the bell to be notified and sharing the podcast. And I'll see you next week. What you want it to be The darkness will turn to light I'm your 
Eddie Starr's College of Rock and Roll Knowledge is a production of Tonup Incorporated. Copyright 2020 Tonup Incorporated.